You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. Hey, you are tuned in to Two Gems and a Mic with hosts Tanisha the Diva Mahomes and Linda L.D. Dorsey. Just know, if we're talking about it, you need to hear about it. Unwind and enjoy. What's going on, Nisha? <laughs> oh man, I've been dying to do this episode because you know I got some stuff to say. I, I'm I'm excited about this one. We done had so much. They've given us so much material in I the know. last couple of days, and I am stoked right now. Let's 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 jump right in. We will jump in. Welcome the folks back to two gems and a mic. Um, hey. I'm your girl LD, along with my girl Tanisha the Diva Mahomes. So, like she said, you can see she's excited or hear oh, yeah. that she's excited. And we're going to jump right into, uh, you know, the program. So here, here's our lineup, right? We're going to talk about March Mass, the men's championship. And we're going to talk about a little bit about how, how those folks got there. UConn versus uh, San Diego State University. The women's championship, right? LSU and Iowa. And the women's basketball top stories that came from that whole championship run, mainly the final four. Don Staley addresses the media. Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. And some great news, the Naismith Hall of Fame class of 2023. All right, Tanisha, let's, 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 let's get it. All right, I'm ready. Go ahead, let's kick it off. Let's go. So we have, for the men's championship, we had UConn versus San Diego State University. San Diego State, um, they were, I think this was a, what was this, a four and a five? Four and a five. Yep. Four and a five. First time in history, you got a four and a five. We saw teams dropping like flies. flies. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite teams, I don't know why, uh, was Florida Atlantic. I don't know. They just seemed like that team, you know, number nine. You're like, oh, let's get it. It was heartbreaking watching them lose by, you know, one point. But hats off to San Diego State. I think they were outmatched with UConn. UConn being one of what I call the veterans left in the tournament. Well, so, I, I I was partial to all the Texas teams. I ain't gonna lie, because I'm from Texas. <laughs> and watching them fall out one by one and losing in really tight games, <clears throat> it was hard, man. I was like, I actually went at halftime. I was like, you know, Texas was up, and then I went in and I came back, and I was like, yeah, my dad was here. My dad was like, I, was, I said, hey, this the last the, the the last game of the night. Um, they ought to have this one. Uh, messed around and went to bed um early, thinking they had it, and woke up sad. I was like, "Wait, what? What, what just went down?" But it was like that. It no, it, it wasn't like I don't know if it was the bracket setup. I mm-hmm. mean, did they get that wrong or something? But it was everything was tight, and teams were. It seemed like they were coming out of nowhere. But these were quality teams. Like these teams right. were like, it, I, I'm not sure what they were with with the bracket what the bracket setup was about because it just seemed like teams that shouldn't have been that good were way better and hadn't been getting the credit they deserved and they came to play. Well, that, that comes from, I think that comes from, um, there's a lot of parody in a sport right now. So that, that, that's great. But that comes from, we see, I mean, how many San Diego States games did you see on TV? How many Florida Atlantic games did you see on TV? You don't see them. So you're going to see, 
the Yukons, and you know me, I'm a Yukon women, men and women fan from way back. So you see these teams on TV. You mm-hmm. see these big conferences on TV. So you're automatically going to root for these teams, and you don't know what. And that, I think that's a committee. Yeah. I mean, the committees claim, but they're going to pick who won that conference, right? Hey. So we know for certain um, spots that are left open, it's just who won the conference. Don't matter right. who won the it could have been the worst team that won the conference because they happened to be playing better that day. So mm-hmm. you don't know what you're going to get out of those teams. I, I think I think they were all well coached. I don't oh, know yeah. if I can say a team underachieved, but as you know, the worst time, at the worst time, you can have your worst game. And you that's great. If the ball and, ain't falling. Yeah, I watched that Creighton game and they couldn't miss. Like Creighton was hitting threes like they were layups. Like I was yeah. like, ooh, yeah. somebody going down. Mm-hmm. Like you knew when you shooting that good, it was like forty or fifty percent from the from from three. It's over. And imagine it, it, it's over seventy percent from three. I know, I know, it's over. So you know, I don't, I can't even say these guys play bad games. They just met somebody that was having their best games at the time, and and when that's going on, sometimes it's just not meant to be. Like I know right. it hurt, it sting, but uh, them bo- them boys came to play. Um, I know, you know, I, like I said, I watched the Creighton and I, I was, I was, I was actually rooting for Creighton, you know what I mean? And then yeah. they came up short. So, I mean, it was just crazy. It, it, yeah. it was crazy, but it was so good. It was good basketball. And I think that um, it's good for those smaller schools. They don't get that. They don't get the clout. Cause now you're going to start putting them on TV. They right. are upsetting folks. You need to start giving them the time, you know, the show time that they deserve. So, I, I've been real happy, and I think a lot of that stuff, like I said, has a lot to do with NIL deals and getting qu- more quality players in different locations because they can, you know, they can afford to go there because somebody actually wants them and they know that they can actually be a star there. So they're not jumping all on these bandwagons going to some of these schools. They sp- it's, their talent is getting spread out more, and I think a lot of that. I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna keep going back to that. A lot of it has to do with that NIL. You know. Oh yeah. You want more parity in the sport, and I think players see it, and 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 these kids that are getting recruited, you know, why go to X school and sit on the bench for three years when I can go to Y school and play and right away me. and contribute to the team, you know? So I think that that's um, some players are looking at that, and then like you say, others are going to look, you know, the top recruits, I guess, you know, they're going to look for the money. So um, that's a whole nother episode. We had one before, and I think we're going to revisit the NIL. Oh, deals, we got to. We don't we want to go down that rabbit hole today. Yep. Yeah, we got to revisit that one. So hats off to UConn and hats off to um, San Diego State. UConn, this is their fifth championship. Still got to catch uh, them women. They got 11. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. But they were the bigger the They were the bigger team. Oh, they were outmatched. They were stronger. They were outmatched. They were just. For me, and I think we discussed it maybe about 10, 12 minutes into the game, even though it went back and forth, you kind of just sensed that UConn was going to win the game. They weren't going to panic. They had the size. They had, um, I'm not even going to say the experience because they had some young guys on there. They just had a little more size and everything, it, to win that game. Yeah. And I knew early on, and I think most people did, because if you watched after the women's game, they were pretty much like, that game was the game because yeah. now we can we pretty much know UConn's gonna win. I think everybody kind of went in knowing that, but then after watching San Diego State uh play, you couldn't just you couldn't count them out because they right. could they you know what I mean? You, you couldn't count them out, but I think the consensus was that UConn was too big and 
and too strong for him. Yeah, I mean, everybody wanted a game. You wanted a game for every game that was played throughout the tournament. You wanted that here. So you're going to root for, even if you, 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 no one connect UConn's going to win, you want to root for Sandy. Make it a game. Make it a game. If they win, they win. Absolutely. Unfortunately, Absolutely. Um, for them, they did, not, they did not pull it off. Yep. Yep. They came up. Um, yep. Nick. All right. So let's move on. Um, let's let, let, let's talk about. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought this year that the women um, for me, not just because I'm a woman, I'm a big fan of it because I always go back each year and say, oh, which game was better or this or more exciting. Or this game was just off the charts. And then the storylines and everything reading up to it, you got the player of the year in there playing um mm -hmm. you know all that so you know and then watching the south carolina game prior to so everybody wants to see you know lsu ain't nobody having lsu going mm -mm. you know and then it's like whoa okay lsu is for real you know so a lot of stuff went mm -hmm. went on um in this game i think um i think it was if you look at iowa let's start with them right mm -hmm. <clears throat> so we want to look at who iowa iowa caitlin clark player of the yep. year no doubt. She was she yep. was killing all through the tournament. Phenomenal. Um, yep. Chinzano, she she did what she needed to do. The big girl down low. She was doing what she needed to do. Um, and they had bits and pieces here. Those girls were holding it down and doing what they needed to do. That's how they got there. They beat good teams. They got there a couple of times. I thought I didn't I didn't in my picks. I didn't have Iowa going either. But my bracket was nobody I had in my bracket. Um, one, Win. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you go back to the women's tournament too, there were teams that went out like Stanford. Mm -hmm. Never saw that coming. I saw Stanford going, you know, UConn injuries and stuff. wasn't sure, but mm -hmm. they can always, you know, pull some stuff out because um, they got good people. They always right. got good quality, uh, good, good quality team. You can't, yeah. you can't count them out. Virginia Tech, I thought that was a good team, um, well coached team. They played well. I thought they were going to struggle, mm -hmm. but they were in the game. They were in the game with LSU, just couldn't get over the hump. And I mean, you look at that LSU team. Good God, Lord, they the way they played throughout the tournament. Mm -hmm. You saw somebody else shining each game. Every it was game. a new face each game. So it was great to watch. I mean, you've got your Alexis Morris, you know, you know her, and you've got Reese, right? Those are two main people that you know from that team. You know the coach, of course, Kim Mulkey, but then you had Clark. And that championship game, but Carson. Jasmine Clark. Carson. I mean, excuse me. Ja yeah, I said Clark. Jasmine you, um, Carson. 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 Right. I'm reading my notes. Can't even read no, my no, own no. handwriting. Jas no. Yeah. But she was to me the game changer. They had Absolutely. nothing for her. They didn't have an answer for that three. They didn't have an answer. And when I tell you, she caught fire at the right time, baby. She caught fire at the right time because she had been struggling. She had been struggling, you know, and, and I think she was like three for like 27 or something crazy. Like she had been struggling and then she caught fire and couldn't miss. And I think that that it couldn't it couldn't have come at a better time because I'm telling you, they had nothing for her. She to me was a game changer. It kind of went under the radar because of all the ridiculousness that was going on with the trash talking back and forth and kind of the controversy that came with that. But Carson to me came in that game. And I mean, I think, I think she fire. got her props. She got her props from the commentators, and she got her props from the team and from the coach. They knew, 
They knew without them 22 points, she wasn't going to get it. I mean, in the first half, right, she took one shot in the second half. But in the first half, she was five for five from three, seven for seven overall. I mean, and the confidence. And then the last one, you kind of, even though you got a whole half to go, you know, certain things happen in the game and you're like, "Mm, this is their day. So when she put up that last three at the buzzer for halftime, it went off the glass, I was like, "Mm, yeah, they're going to need. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna need some magic wands and all that other stuff oh, to man. to happen. And at that point, you gotta remember Reese was on the bench, mm-hmm. Morris was on the bench, and they really foul. hadn't they yeah, foul trouble. And Morris hadn't done what Morris can do. But the other person I think on that team that doesn't get um the love and shine uh, they need. Yeah, Ladeja Wilson. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's yeah. played consistently all through the tournament. I really like that game. And it's so funny too, because looking at her, I swear it looks like her and her and Simone Augustus could be sisters. What? Or related somehow. They remind me of each other. But um yeah. You know and when she's I just see like a quiet player. When I see players like that that are um you know on a team but you got like a player it's like make me think of Bet Miller. It must have been tough in my shadow. Like you, yeah. like you out there balling, but don't nobody see you. Like literally you out there giving it all and nobody sees you because you got Reese out there doing double doubles for fun. Yeah. Out there grabbing, snatching tens, you know, 10. And I'm not talking about like the, the 15 or whatever she had this game. That was a lore of her double doubles, but she didn't have, she wasn't averaging 50. She was hitting like 20 and 30 and 10 and 30 and 50. Like them double doubles is real double doubles. You know oh, yeah. her, her, time. her double doubles, her numbers, her numbers. And it was a um, D one. It was a D one um, mm-hmm. record for her double yeah. doubles. And yeah. I mean, just getting in there banging, um, you know, it, it, it was, it, it's, it's tough because you're getting beat up while you're in there. Right. So it, it, they weren't it, it's caught, not easy. Yeah. For yeah. the for the rebounds or anything like that, but um, it, it was some hacking going on. I think, yeah. I mean, it was physical games. It was physical games all through the tournament. Um, hats off to LSU because for That's me, true. I didn't see it coming. I even up until the day. Um, now when they, I don't understand how they were underdog for Iowa, but if you had oh, you told me you that understand. that they were gonna that they were gonna beat. Um, I know why it was because of Iowa shooting and what they had done through the tournament and the way they were scoring points. So mm-hmm. that's that I mean that's what I see. But if you had really watched the game, so I don't know if the um I think it had more them, to do with they, stuff. I think it yeah. had more to do with them getting rid of um USC, the, you know, South Carolina. Once they beat them, because I think the consensus yeah. was that they probably were gonna repeat. Once they beat them, then it made them the favorite. From then on yeah. out, they were like, well, if they can beat them, they can beat anybody. But, but nobody I, was looking at the records because Tiddy should think about it. I get okay. it, right? Because Iowa beat South Carolina and LSU had lost to South Carolina earlier this year. Um, and they also, so I LSU had two losses. Iowa had seven. LSU lost to South Carolina, the number one team, and they lost to Tennessee by two points in the SEC um, tournament. So SEC was tough. SEC mm-hmm. was a tough tournament to me maybe the best tournament out i mean excuse me maybe the best conference out there for the women you got south carolina in there you got lsu you got tennessee you know you got a lot of teams in there kentucky teams that may be rebuilding but it's a great conference but you also got to remember linda you also mm got to remember it uh caitlin clark had just dropped 40 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And looking mm-hmm. like Steph Curry all while she was doing. I mean, catching it off to just turn this whap, whap. I mean, I'm talking about you cannot take away from what that girl is as a talent. It is um, unbelievable. Uh, she's a great talent. You know, I I am not I'm not on the oh the best in history crowd. Not even close. Not. I mean, that, that, well, that, I'm not I on mean, that team. People, but, as soon you know, you go to that. As soon as people said it, it was like ten names popped into my head. Is that what I'm saying? You know, everybody was, and it was like, you don't even have to comment because other people were saying so-and-so would like a word. I, you uh, know, when it pops into my head, you know, you you could go, but I mean, somebody like four years, four championships, Brianna Stewart, my, my, you're talking about generational talent. That's a generational talent and still doing it at the next level. That's what I'm saying, Mike. Like, we, that kind of actually sparked a little, little Twitter, Twitter fury because, you know, I was in spaces and they were, and you had people jumping in time. She ain't even the best white girl in history. They be forgetting <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. It got, she, it like got, they just went yeah. reckless, dude. It got yeah. bad quick. And I was like, whoa, whoa yeah, yeah. But the, I can name whoa. several people that I pick over. But, yeah. <laughs> but still, I wouldn't know that. You yeah, give her her she, flowers she for what she did, what she did this year. And I don't know what she's going to end. The end result is going to right. be. So maybe when it's all said and done, she goes in there and changes the game. But no, ma'am. I, right. It just took it to another level. Make her what yeah. she is. Give her what she is. She was the player of the year. I don't want to take anything from her because I'm still trying to figure it out. Like you running down full speed, you sideways, you stop and pop, and it ain't a fluke. That shot is dropping. Dude, it's not a fluke. I think she, some of the teams feel, figured out some of her weaknesses, but her strengths, her strengths were that, really overpowering those those weaknesses because she that, she, she done gave she done gave a new meaning to sitting the pick. You said a pick for her, it's ass. Wow. She yeah. just whoop because coming off of just whoop. I mean, she she well, had to run around the pick. It didn't matter where she ended up. If you threw that ball, she was clutching. She was. I mean, and the was, pick. But, think about it. The pick and roll. They ran the pick and roll like they were running practice drills. Like I'm sitting here watching, like, how can people not stop this? I was because I don't know, you know, like I played in college. My thing was defense. And for me, I couldn't understand that part of it. I'm like, let's make some adjustments there. We cannot keep yeah. doing that. Uh yeah. you can't you you that didn't work last time, didn't work the last seven times. Like we gotta switch that up. So for me. I felt like there was there was some lack in there, but that shot was man, that shot was fire, and you yeah. can't get around that. But I will say this though, we're gonna have to talk about that trash talking. We we're gonna talk about. Oh, we're gonna hit we're gonna hit that and a couple other controversies that happened, um, mm-hmm. you know, during that. But I I have to take my hat off to um, LSU, you know, the oh, yeah. non-believers, and I'm gonna say, dude, I, I knew I, when I say I'm, I I would. I didn't think they would make it. I thought there were other teams that were like South Carolina, like a Stanford that had that history and those veterans that were, you know, going to make it. I mean, hats off to Kim Mulkey, right? You got two championships with two, I mean, excuse me, championships with two different teams, Baylor and LSU. LSU's first ever basketball championship for men first or one. women. So a lot of things going to school. And you picked up nine new kids. Nine new kids over, you know, from the transfer portal and got them to play all together to get to this point. So having them believing in themselves and stuff like that. And I think Angel Reese is a lot, uh, a big part of that. I and think she, she, she brought some people that she knew, though. She brought some people. Yeah. She, remember, she brought Morris. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Alexis. She brought her. 
she brought some people that she knew and she's very good at knowing what she needs to get her system across. And when you buy into it and you got those athletes like that, um, I think that, you know, Mocha's not my favorite person. Let me be clear. I did not like how she did uh, BG. Um, and I've said that uh, Shannon Sharp said it. You said it. There's a lot of people that they don't think of her as the best person, but you can't deny um, her coaching skills. Well, let me clarify what something. I said. I said I didn't know what she said. That's not why I didn't care for Kim Mulkey. I just thought Kim Mulkey I, was too, too much flair, too much this, too much coach. I'm Kim Mulkey. I also also thought, and this is my opinion, right? It ain't based on no facts. It's my opinion. I think all the controversy that went on in Baylor with the football team, the sexual harassment, the allegations, you didn't know anything about it. How is your head to the ground? Somebody's talking about it. Somebody's this. So when she was reached out and contacted about it, she didn't know anything. So I had issues with all of that. I've kind of felt like I listened to a lot of Kim Mulkey um, interviews and Kim uh-huh. Mulkey, a lot of them are I, 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 what I did, what she I did, what she I did in. for the kids, what I did for this and what I did for that. And then like the over the time, you can, anybody she can dress how they want to. Yeah. I don't, she I don't like she it, I don't like it. She came in look like a whole jackal. Like she was looking crazy, but hey, it's yeah. it's your style. It's your style. That's but, right. Um, <laughs> I ain't gonna, ain't gonna stop you. You want to wear a trash bag yeah. and hula hoop for a belt? Rock it. That's what you Rock do. That's what you do. But right. but I it can't. was loud. I'm not gonna get on board, and you're not gonna tell. Well, for me, you ain't gonna say best dress coach out there because I think the best dress coach out there is Don Staley. But that's a whole different story if we want to talk about style. I can go down by for my style. What's gonna work for me? Because first of all, any coach that got on heels. It ain't working for me because you know I ain't wearing for heels. But no, ma'am. God bless them because they can do it. You don't I need nothing. Tell- no way with your six foot ass. You don't need, you need right. to stay down. And here's the other thing. I'm going right to give Kim Mulkey. She got some, she got hella knees because she stay squatted down the whole damn game. So them knees right there. When she wasn't on the court. When she wasn't on the court. Hell, I thought they had six out there. Yeah. I mean, she, when she yeah. wasn't on the court. She got away but, with them a little bit, a little bit of that too. So, but, yeah. You know. So kudos to her. Her championship as a player. Two, you know, four championships as a coach. You know, she still got, we still got past Summit with eight and we got Gino with 11. 11 so yeah. those Man. are, you know, and I can only imagine what Pat Summit had done, would have done. Which would have done know, if she had still, she still with been us. with us. So yeah, but I'm not going to take, this is LSU's time to shine. And yes. that program is going to be a problem for some years, I think. And we're going to um, talk have, about that. They, yeah, they have the number one recruiting class coming in too. So. What? We're gonna see what they look like next year, but um, let's let's take a let's take a quick break. Let's take okay. a quick break because we got a whole lot to cover. Um, you know, coach. Uh, yeah, whole lot to talk stuff about coming up. We got some stuff yep. coming up, guys. We'll be right back after this break. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Two Gems and a Mic. Again, I'm your girl, LD, along with my girl, Tanisha the Diva Mahomes. Hey. So, Tanisha, hey. there's a lot went on after that game on Friday with South Carolina and um, Iowa. 
And I don't, some of it was around the game and some of it was just around um, stuff that had been going on that, you know, mm-hmm. say I was, wasn't aware of, like I'm supposed to be aware of everything, but Don Staley felt the need to um, address yes. the, the media on some things that had been said by her team about her team. And it seems to me that Dawn is constantly during the season, during the off season, doing whatever, defending her team, defending women's basketball, defending. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh. So let, let, let's dig in a little bit to it. Well, I mean, I, I respect, first of all, I love Dawn Staley. So let me be clear. Mm-hmm. I love Dunn Staley. I grew up grew up when she was out there killing and I followed her in the WNBA. So I'm a fan of Dawn Staley anyway. But it's neither here nor there. What really impressed me was that Dawn Staley got on that podium and defended her girls as if she had given birth to every one of them. I'm telling you, she was not allowing the press to get away with the tomfoolery that they were saying. She wanted them to know that it had gotten back to her. She wanted them to know that they had it all wrong, that those that was not the character of her team. And I think she did a wonderful job of taking time to point that out to the press to let them know we hear what you are saying. And that if you knew where those girls came from, the heart that those girls had, you would not be doing that. And any coach is willing to go to bat for their players like that, is always going to have the respect of the team. And she's and she put the press on notice. Don't do it in front of me because I will call you out. And I loved it. I loved every second yeah, of it. And I think some of it wasn't even coming from the press. It was just coming from people that were saying things. So she was putting it out there. She was putting everybody on notice because oh, she had the monkeys. They were being called bar fighters, street bar fighters, fight. thugs, oh, or man. whatever. And I, um, because of the physical play, shit that they have. And then there was somebody on, uh, um, this was something that uh, some one of the opponents that they played um, said to the official when a foul was called on her, she's six, seven, she can take it. You know, comments know. like that. Like, and that's to me how the game, that was part of the controversy. And I think, I think yeah. Dawn, was, she wasn't happy. She They're wasn't happy with the way the game was being called. I thought it was a horrible game. And I was, ri- the, the, the way it was called. And I she didn't go out there. Respect she didn't go out there. And, she didn't go out there and use that excuse, though. No, I no, she didn't. I I had respect for the um officials prior to that. You know, watching them call, you know, but it was just mm-hmm. insane. Some of the things that were, you know, and then Allowed. people coming on. Yeah, and then people, you know, people just went crazy. Like all of a sudden, it was like people talking about, oh, Dawn Dawn needed to adjust. She got out coached. No, she didn't. If you know anything about basketball, she didn't get out coached. I watched the game. I looked at the stats, right? She had three of her starters that shot three for 24. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Then you get Aaliyah Boston, her best player, probably the number one pick in the WNBA draft, doesn't score in the first half. Why? Because she's on the bench with foul trouble. And if you're looking at the fouls that they were calling, it was like it was ridiculous. But people are saying, oh, they're so physical. So they could take that. They should be able to take that, you know, getting yeah. beat up and not getting calls. They should be mm-hmm. able to this. They should be. And I'm like, it was just ridiculous. And I think as yeah. a coach, as teams that have more black athletes, they get stereotyped. And I think that's what she's getting tired of. I know for me, 
I'm getting tired of it. I don't want to put words into her mouth. I can only speak and repeat mm-hmm. what she said. But you get tired of hearing the comparison. And this is going to lead us to our next topic with Angel and Caitlin, where you have, you know, I've dealt with it myself, so I know it's real, right? At mm-hmm. work, I have been called the angry black woman. I know. But then I have the you know, white male or the white woman or whatever, they're passionate. passionate. They say the same shit I say, but they're passionate. Happens to me. You know, we're in the professional world and we're in meetings and that's, that is sort of, you have to almost tread lightly how you, you know, yeah. It's that stereotype. Right. And people talk about the perceptions, right? And everyone's perception, I guess, is their, their reality, but it ain't a real reality. So if they stop and look and say, you know, hey, it's 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 okay. Like we have this, you know, the the face, right? What do you call this? Yeah, John Cena. It's John the Cena. John Cena thing. Can't see me doing right. She's been doing it all year. Caitlin does that all year. She talks trash. She admitted that she talked trash. Angel Angel wasn't doing that. Angel was doing the, you know, you too small, right? When she mm-hmm. was four or whatever, she you too small. She's been doing it all year. That's fine, mm-hmm. right? I don't even know if they're doing it. Or talking trash to an individual, but you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Somebody do it back at you. You got to eat it. I think of that when I think of of Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill when he threw the deuces yep. against Tampa Bay, and then Tampa Bay came back and whipped their ass, the Chiefs' ass in the Super Bowl, and the dude threw the deuces on him, and he got mad. Mm-mm, brother, you've been doing that all year. So oh. you gonna eat that? You gonna eat that? And that's the same thing here. What got me was people really lost their minds and they did and we about to jump into it because you and i do not agree on this and this is probably going to shock y'all as our fans people out here to listen to podcasts the listeners y'all about to hear lynn and i we have two different perspectives we agree with we agree on on, on some stuff but there's a, a couple of things that i look at completely different different uh little caveat lynn and i both play uh, college sports we are extremely competitive people, but we about to get off into this because the whole Caitlin Clark thing, I will be the first to say it. She talked trash. She was backing it up. She was dropping. She was she was going out there. She was balling. It hurts. And we got a little saying, ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun in the country. When you lost that game, it seemed like the world all of a sudden needed to coddle her. I'm not saying Kaylin need Kaylin wanted to be coddled, but the world needed to coddle her. And for me, when you out there talking that trash, don't write a check your ass can't cash, and you don't have to worry about that. I thought everything that came her way from LSU, from the moment that they said you will respect us, we did, we thought it was disrespectful what you did to the previous team. She knew what she was in. It didn't stop her from doing what she did. She went out there. She was like, I'm going out here. I'm going to ball. I'm going to shoot. I'm going to do what I need to do. And I have no problem with what Angel Reese did. None. Zero. I Nothing. didn't either. So I don't know what part you're talking about we disagree on. I had no well, problem. If you put it out there all year we disagree long, on the fact you're going to take it. I disagreed with the fact. Let me be very clear. I'll mm-hmm. state what I disagreed with. I disagreed with the fact that people were trying to make Caitlyn out to be a villain. Everybody did it. The villains were the people that were making the comments. That's my statement. You can state it differently. The villains were the Keith Obermans, the owner of Barstool. Those people and all the other people that were on there calling this kid, and I call her a kid, 
I mean, I coached against her right here in, in, in Baltimore. I was at Spalding High School, and, and she beat us up for four years. When I say beat us up, she wore us out. She was a good player, been a good player for a long time. And she was at St. Francis. So to me, those are the villains because the other kid didn't open her mouth, right? She talked trash. Everybody talked trash. I talked trash. I got to eat it. Caitlin had to eat it. I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. And Keith Oldman, I, he called her... An idiot. Um, you close, yeah, idiot. close your ears. A fucking idiot. I'm going to say it the way it was. The other guy called her a piece of shit. I mean, people yeah. were calling her stuff that was just way, way way out of pocket for I mean it was like are you kidding me and then Oberman I mean he was backpedaling he was doing the damn movie was. to come back was. and say oh I don't watch men or women's basketball so I didn't know that this kid was doing it before even if she was or even if Caitlin wasn't doing anything before and Angel Reese did that you still don't call her that you still don't call her that there's no justification in the world for you calling a kid those names. So I I I, I just can't go with that. And and it just it went crazy fast. Yeah. I mean I felt like you know when it's to me as far as I'm concerned when I was growing up we was playing uh, basketball on the courts as we call it back home you you talking trash the whole game but the person to me I thought this this whole narrative that oh well when Caitlyn did it, it was different because she didn't, uh, the game was over and listen, trash talking is trash talking. Agreed. To me, the best trash talking is when you hit game point, get your ass up off the court. You know, you start then that's when the real trash talking get going. You hustling. Then when you get that last shot and it, it's time to eat that crow, I'm finna make you feel horrible. You finna sit over there with egg on your face. Everybody on the court finna know I'm finna have, I'm finna go ham. To me, that's that's basketball. This right, narrative that this narrative that oh, was she following her around? No, she just let her know. I'm finna put this ring on my finger. I'm finna put this ring on my finger. And no, you cannot see me. That's just trash talk. And Kaylin, this is the part that I didn't really particularly care. When they asked her in the press conference, she was like, I really wasn't paying attention. Um, I was just trying to spend time with my uh, teammates at last minute. I'm like, no, you saw that. You saw that. And even if she did, so what? I mean, but don't, I mean, just, you, you knew what was going on. You act I, like, I know what was like, going it, on, so like so it's beneath you or whatever. I, no, I'm going to say the shit. same thing. If I had lost the game, nah, I'm going to say man. the same thing. I'm going to be like, I didn't, you wanted, you wanted her to do what you wanted her to exactly. do. Exactly. I wanted her to get up. I, I wanted her to get up you. there and be like, I want her to get up there and be like, yeah, she got me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, yeah, she got wow. me, but I'll be back next year because that, I would have respected that a little bit more. Okay. And that's you. That was existing, but you was doing it. You you was doing it yourself. Come right. on, man. And that and that's fine. And that was Don't the thing. I thought, to me, I thought it was brilliant because she pissed a whole bunch of people off. Like you, you're worked up over that, which it was even. A I'm not worked up over. And it. I would I'm just like, simply you know saying what? it would. I would have respected it more if she okay. just went on to do it. I had better. respect for her saying it, not feeding into it. So feeding into it more the media. Yeah, she got me this, that, and the other. More the media. I respected that, not feeding into it. And somebody probably said, "Don't even address those questions." And I'm glad they did because the rest of the people spoke up enough for her and they got to a point where it was just so, what got me was the people that were saying, oh my God, I can't believe they made those calls. Wait, nobody was whining about those calls on Friday. So it just goes to show you fans, not even this game, fans are rabid like 
forever. We can go back to, you know, I think it was the San Diego State game, the men's game or whatever, um, or maybe, maybe Florida. I can't remember. They said, oh, do you make that call? You know, we're always like, do you make that call? Do you do this? If it's your team, yeah, you make the call. If it ain't your team, then you don't make the call. So, you know, fan, but I, I thought the referees were horrible. So I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. Well, I thought consistently they were horrible, horrible in the LSU-Iowa game, too. It was like, and I, no, I, I was watching comments of, of, yeah, players, you know, WNBA players, other players, coaches or whatever, saying stop inserting yourself into the game. When I went and watched the men's game, a lot of physical play. Referees ain't going crazy blowing the whistle. Let them play. You know, you got to make them calls on some of these plays. Mm -hmm. But let them play. You don't let it get out of hand. Yep. And you can have conversations where it's getting out of hand. And it's got to be equal, right? Yep. So, you know, whatever you're doing. So I just thought, you know, they were boasting it's an all-female team. It's all this. It's all. No, give me the best. I want the best to call these games or whatever. So, um yeah, I mean, the perceptions, I'm still, I mean, we're still going on stuff. We're still hearing stuff, you know, days later. And I'm, I'm going to call out, I ain't going to call them out by name because there's too many of them to list. Mm -hmm. But I'm going I'm to call out some of the big ones, the ESPNs, the Shannon Sharps, the, all this. Y'all ain't said a damn thing about women's basketball all year, but you got some controversy, so now you want to talk. Right? Have that same energy all year during the seasons. Mm -hmm. And pump up the women's basketball game. Some of these other people that were talking, they watched the game all year long. And for the Iowa fans and a lot of the, the fans that supported Iowa, those were a lot of Johnny-come-lately people. They don't watch women's basketball. I talked to people that went to the game. They don't watch it. They went to it because their school was there. So you're supporting your school. I'm all for that. But when you got people that don't know what they're talking about, admittedly saying, I don't watch basketball, but I follow it. Women's basketball, yeah. but I follow it. I don't even know what that means. I don't even care about that. What I care about is the fact that they were trying to call one person class, the, like head, like so she has so much class, and the other one has is classless. No, yeah. hell no. Yeah, hell no. No, that Miss was that, that was so out of pocket. Miss that me with it's that just, shit. And like we say, we see it every day. You live it, I live it. So you get tired of it. But I'm I'm. I'm I'm a grown woman. I'm almost 60 years old. That kid is what 21, 22. Now she handles her own. She's a tough kid. Mm -hmm. She handles her own. But it's almost like I I ain't going for nobody's kid like that. Don't come you know mine. what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not I'm not going I'm for actually surprised like that, her so. parents didn't go left. I mean, yeah, you I, can't fight mom, through Twitter, but her, literally but, I'm saying you're not gonna get out there and start talking out the side of your neck to my child. That's just life. Those are life rules. That's not acceptable. But sometimes it ain't even worth it. Like Twitter, that's where you're gonna go back at somebody at Twitter. No, I that mean that's why I say you can't fight on Twitter, but I'm yeah, just saying no. that's the matter. So we don't pocket. know what her parents did, and we don't know what her parents said. Her mom said, I would say her mom, what her mom has said in a press conference or this or that. And um, so it, it it's kind of like, uh, yeah, she's pissed because somebody going to call your kid that name. Yeah, you're pissed. Yeah. And I'm On sure that, she, you know, she's pissed that off type she's of the biggest cheerleader. You know, and yeah. everything. And I just felt like a lot of racial undertones just popped out. Like you just saw like the country get real ugly again. And it was a Over basketball that, yeah. game. It was yeah. a basketball game. And granted, I mean, I know I know a lot of people wanted her to win. She's player of the year. She just knocked out, you know, the main. But 
she lost. Right. She lost the game. Live it's with okay. it. Live with it. They thought you that know. they were going to win that game. They thought it was going to be called the same way. They thought a lot of things. I wanted to shout out and didn't earlier. So, you know, going back to Angel, Angel Reese's um, cousin, Jordan Jordan Hawkins also threw this air. He was on uh, UConn, Star for UConn. UConn yeah. And he won. So, little, little family ties. And she got they a brother, of course, that plays for Maryland. So, yeah, they, they I want to be invited to the family reunion, baby. Yeah, they about they to have, have a they about to have yeah. a good time. They coming Hell in there yeah. talking trash. Oh yeah, they you know it's gonna be fun trash. up in there, baby. Oh yeah. So yeah, that that I do. I I agree. It's a lot of things that have to be fixed, but I think the the game itself is in good hands when you have leadership oh, yeah. like Dawn Staley that's gonna speak up and people are gonna listen and they have a lot of respect for her. So I think that's you know that that's a good thing. I, I, another thing that came out, and I and, and people again, mm-hmm. oh God, they lost it, right? So I can't say I lost lady, it. The first lady came out and said, "Hey, we're gonna go. We think it was such a great game. Not only gonna have LSU, but we're inviting Iowa." And it was like, "Are you kidding me? Are you this or you that?" So somebody was saying, "I saw a couple of." tweets that were funny because people saying who is her press secretary who is this who is that she was at the games so this is picture of, you went. know we have pictures of her at the game she enjoyed the games you can see it she's cheering 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 i don't know if she was cheering for 18 but she was cheering 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 mm-hmm. she went to the, the super bowl you know they're they're philly fans so cheering 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 yeah. but you think about it and i don't know if she didn't do it because it was philly and that was her team to say i want philly to come to the white house exactly she was doing it i don't know what her motives were so I'm not going to assume that I know. I don't know if she was doing it because she just wanted Iowa to be there or she's saying this is, you know, because she was sitting with Billie Jean King too, right? If she was saying, oh, this is a good thing for women's basketball, bring them all I think in. This, I, I think, think some of the, was. yeah, I think some of the comments were a little harsh because she's walked it back mm-hmm. and realized, okay, the tradition is, yeah, the tradition is everybody doesn't show up. No, you I don't, think, you don't get to go to the White House uh for being second that's what makes it special it went back to what 18 how long has it been something 65 it's, something. Forever. it's yeah, been a forever. long ass time you yeah. win you get to go to the white house you do not get to bring the loser you know right. like that's never happened yeah, the runners up don't come and here's my problem with that it's like are you going to invite san diego state university right because no they i agree too. I'm agreeing with you 100%. I didn't agree with some of the responses. I think she saw him or her people saw him and said, oh, I might have overstepped here. I thought some of the responses by some of the, I saw the response from Clark. I saw the response from Iowa coach. We're we're not going. This is LSU's time. We're not going. I saw the response from Reese saying, "Uh, no, I don't forgive her. I'm not going to let that slide. She can't walk her back. We gonna go to our, my president's house. You know, Obama and um, Michelle. She's called you know, Barack and Michelle. I yeah, I think I'm that was a bit yeah, a bit much for me because I don't believe. And if it happens, it happens. Yeah, I've been wrong many a day, and gonna be wrong many a day coming. I don't think Obama would allow that. No, I think that Obama would probably be like, you can come on your spare time. Like we gonna hang out and chill one day. But what we are gonna do is the proper order, which is we are gonna show. Uh, uh, President Biden, um, his respect, and you know, y'all go there first, and then you know, we may do. And that may be. I mean, she's riding an emotional high and all of that, and maybe she don't want to go to the White House. But I don't know. I haven't heard from anybody else from the schools, so I don't know if she's speaking I think on it, behalf I of the team. Think or, looking at kind of the 
tone of, and this is my opinion, my opinion, the tone, it just seemed, everything seemed so racial to me. It was like, we got one person doing this, one person doing this, one person is a complete, has no class, one person has all the class. Like everything, and the only difference is one's white, one's black, mm -hmm. okay? The end. They're both great players. They both have have records. They both have done some things. They're great players. So the tone is, is like, why? Because the way the, the the way the statement was out, it said Caitlin Clark and our team or something to the house to the uh, White House. And that's how it is. It's going to be Caitlin Clark and I. Yeah, it was it's like Caitlin Clark and, and I think and people was. I think yeah. when you when you have a person like Angel Reese and a uh, Carson and a uh, Morris, they're like, ain't nobody trying to hear that. We just eliminated the threat. We want Well, they hear. say the same we, thing, Tanisha. So it depends on what you're looking at. I'm not gonna buy that because it's Angel Reese and LSU. It's Aaliyah Aaliyah Boston in South Carolina. That whoever that leader is. But on I'm that saying team, the way it came name. out from her, it made it seem like, oh, I'm just really trying to get Kayla Clark and then they can come too. That's the way I think people perceived it. That's that, my opinion. That's, well, that's, yeah, and that goes back to a perception. I perceived it a totally different way. I perceived it as she thought she was doing a good thing having both teams come. And I don't yeah. think she was aware of everything that was going on. So, like you said, some, it's opinion, I think there's some, but I, I want to hear a bit from, naive I, I think so, and, and I want to hear from the school. I don't want to hear just from Angel Reese. You're not speak. you're not LSU athletic director. You're not, you know, unless you're saying, I've talked to my teammates, and we've talked to the coach, and we've decided. You say, I ain't going, you don't have to go. You really don't have to go. But, I mean, others have gone there, like Curry and the Golden State Warriors and all that other stuff. You know, those teams have gone. They've had a great time. You know, they got to go with both. But you can't pick and choose whose house you want to go to. It's one White House. It's a White House visit. So I hope I hope they change. If she doesn't change, that's fine. If she's okay with that, I don't want it to be any regrets that I didn't go to the White House for an opportunity because visiting a White House is an opportunity of a lifetime. You know, and it's something that may not come back. And I don't think there's any, I mean, you've got the first female vice president in that house. That's historic, that you can go in there and do that. So to think about the big picture, yeah, that would be and my that's, thing. And, and Linda, and you're right, because what we're more mature, we're older. They're, 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 and, and here's the thing. I truly believe that Caitlin has someone guiding her kind of through this little everything that's going here. Angel there's been some times that she's shown just her age being a little young and being overexcited and things like that because she could have handled that a, a lot better in my opinion i don't forgive I, her I, you know, oh yeah, now. yeah. I, and i, I and i ain't beating her up much. for it. that's yeah, how I'm, she feels that's her heart and i think she wears her heart on her sleeve but so that's she the way will, she is but that's that that's spotlight cool i'm hoping that spotlight will also develop some more maturity because eventually she's going to get tired of being everything that she says being under spotlight you know what i'm saying and people critiquing it and she will start i think that she will start to say okay well you know i might could have done this a little bit different some people will probably step in and start trying to help but she those are raw emotions right after game she felt like they deserved more respect than they were getting and she wouldn't you know but that's she's what 20 21 20 21 20 yeah i'm not sure 21 22 or if, be, even if she's that yeah she'll be no she'll i think be fine. i think she'll she, be fine. she realizes because i've talked i mean i'm not i've talked to her, excuse me i've seen her talk on other things she knows she has a platform okay. and i think she's going to use that platform for get good i think she's going to use that plat. she knows she's a role model she knows kids are looking at that's her that's what i'm saying so she's going to use that she is and, a role model and yeah, she knows and it. i think she she knows that 
I think she knows that. And and I think her heart's she, in the right place. I mean, right. I'm shit. I'm probably way older than her, her mother. I'm probably old enough to be, I, I know I am. I'm old enough probably to be her grandmother. You know what I'm saying? So what I know from what I've been through and I, I, I'm i sad that she's yeah. going through some of the stuff that I went through. Yeah. It's heartbreaking that she has to deal with some of the stuff that I've dealt with. And here I am, you know, getting ready to be uh -huh. 60 and she's a 20, you know, 20 something year old. So it's, it's no, crazy, right. but hat off to her. Use that platform. Congratulations. To speak your mind. And congratulations to the entire LSU, LSU team, organization, school. You know, kudos to them. Right. All right. So All let's right. let's yeah, let's yeah, I'm good. Let's let's um let's jump let's into roll. this. This was some good news. Because oh. I'm a fan of most of these people on here, right? I know, so. I, I know, I know one that you love. <laughs> I know one that you love. So Let's we're talking it. about the Naismith. Well, you know, I'm Becky Hammond. I'm a Becky Hammond yeah. fan, right? I know. So, yeah. but this this is a good class. This I, is I, a very really good is. class. You can't argue with any of it. What's wrong? Now, you got Dwayne Wade, Dirk. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. Dirk's game? Powell? Tony Parker, Greg as a coach? Who's mentored Becky? Look what Becky's doing as a coach. I Man. mean, this is like a, a a tree that's just you know. It's a no brainer. Is what it is. And then it's a no brainer. Gene Best, Gary Blair, David Hickson, Gene Keedy, the coaches. I mean, we yeah. all know about um Jim Valvano. I had the pleasure of meeting when he was at Iona years ago. My neighbor, um, um, we called him Brucey. Brucey was recruited. And so got a chance to meet Jim Valvano. He used to come over to the house, to his oh, house all awesome. the time. Really nice guy. Um, I, I'm excited about everybody on here. I think I'm most excited about the Women's Veteran Committee selecting the 1976 U.S. Olympic team. The first, they won the silver, but it was the first women's basketball Olympic team. And, and um, you know who's on that team? You know who made the first bucket? That's right. The, the first, first bucket, bucket ever. We're never the queen, the queen of basketball, Lucia Harris. Lucia and we Harris. did a whole podcast on that. Um, go check it out on that documentary. And that guy won oh, an Oscar dude. for the documentary. It's called The Queen of basketball. of basketball. If you haven't seen the documentary, shame on you. But yeah. she did. She scored the very first basket. But let me tell you, you got Nancy Lieberman. Mm -hmm. That oh, was yeah, on that, that team. Lord, Pat Lord, that Summit. Team. Yeah. Pet Summit was on that team. And Maya Drysdale was on that team. We talked about Lucia Harris and someone I know personally, Gail Marquis. Uh -huh. um, Gail went to Queens College in New York. I got to watch Gail do certain things. She was like a, you know, a role model for me, seeing what she was doing, you know, even awesome. after basketball and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I love the fact, I love, you know, I'm, I, I'm be, Lucia Harris, like, dude, like Shaq, and I believe that, that Shaq and uh, Curry are executive producers on that. Take time to go see that, folks. We just talk, we, we did a whole, we did a podcast on Take Time to Go See It. That woman did some amazing things. And, uh, you know, it's sad that people are just now starting to say we lost, she, she, she passed, she just passed away, I think, last year. Last year. Um, last year. Uh, but um, she did, she was in her own documentary, and it's great. You get to hear from her personally, I, 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 anybody that's in the women's uh, sports, please go check that out. You will not be wasting your time. It was an awesome uh, documentary, and uh, she she is a credit to the game. And I'm and you know it's unfortunate 
she's coming in after we just lost her last year, but um, I know, you know all her flowers, she's getting her all flowers. recognition yeah. now. But yeah. you know, yeah. hey, I, I look at it right. Never, never, never too late. Never, you know, never. yeah, because the family will be the family will will, will greatly appreciate uh, what 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 um you know getting us uh, accepting that award for. Her. She's a very sweetheart, sweethearted person. Yep. I think you guys will fall in love with her if y'all if y'all watch that documentary. It was it was awesome. One of the yeah, best I things had, I saw. I had reached time. out because I was trying to or get Gail. Yeah, trying to get Gail Marquis to come on one of our podcasts. And I'm going to reach out to her again um, closer to the time or maybe after the time that she does this to talk about her experience. But um, I had reached out to her a while ago. And um, it was May, May 17th. And she reached back out to me. She's very busy, does a lot of traveling. But she said, hey, Linda, sorry, I'm just seeing this now. She says, sure, Lucy was a great player, but an even better friend. I miss her. Yep. And um, yeah, you know, from one of her teammates. And that's all you heard from all of them. What a kind person that she was. So nice. And so, um, yeah, congratulations to all. What an honor absolutely. to make it into the um, Hall of Nation Fame. Nation Hall of Fame. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So congratulations to all. It's a great, great thing. So, Tanisha. Yeah. I'm going to give you. What you get? Closing thoughts? Yeah. You know what? I think that, you know, we as a country, um, we have been dealing with race uh, race as an issue. Uh, it always seems like it's more of a black and white thing, but there's plenty of the minority groups. But this 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 situation with the with the women's basketball is a prime example that we are not quite as far as we thought we had come or as most people like to think that we have come. Uh, but these are people. You know, Kaylin Clark's an amazing basketball player. Um, you know, Angel's an amazing basketball player. And I hate the thought of everything boiling down to black and white when we were just blessed with one of the best um, March Madness tournaments that we've seen in a long time, talent, oh, uh, talent on overflow. And um, it kind of left a sour taste because we walked away from something that we witnessed that was fun and, and, and great. And what's left on it is a little bit of a stain because of all the racial tension. And, um, you know, there's work, still work to be done, people. Um, and I think that's where I'm at with it. It's like, you know, the struggle is real and it's not over. We got to do better as we got to do better as a people, and then hopefully, you know, we we get these things smoothed out so the generations later on don't have to deal with this nonsense. That's my closing thoughts, Linda. Okay. It really is. So, if what? If you know, we're talking, if we're talking about, about it, about you need about to it. hear about it. And always, what, Linda? I would say be kind and be blessed. And I mean, especially with things that are going on and it's outside of basketball, it's a lot of stuff going on um, that, you know, we, we as a country, we need to come together. I mean, we had another, um, you know, school shooting. It's just stuff that should not be repeating itself. We're so hell bent on this amendment, my amendment rights, don't step on me, don't do this, don't do that. And I'm just at a point where it's like, come on, you know, um, we've, 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 we've got to stop. We have got to stop. We got to think, we got to do better. We are all human, human beings. 
You know, so, that's close to my heart, Linda, what you just said, because yeah. you know yeah. what I just went through with my child. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, it, it's, 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 it's too much stuff. I mean, you, you, you walk outside and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if somebody's going to say something to you or do something to you. I mean, we got the madness going on in New York with Trump and all that other stuff. So, you know, Hey, yeah. tell ever tell you, tell your loved ones that you love them. And Absolutely. like I said, remember, be kind, be blessed. It's free. So until peace. next time, peace. Thank you for tuning in to Two Gems and a Mic. Be sure to subscribe and follow. Until next time, remember, be kind, be blessed. Peace.